Good morning, everyone, and welcome to I Sell Comics Live on May. It's May 30th, right? May 30th. May 30th, 2022. Uh, I am your host, Michael Zapsik. I'm usually joined by Ming Chen, but uh, he couldn't be here, so fuck him. Uh, this is Christian Cordes, and the lovely Julia Zapsik was with me. So, we got some comic book news. You hey, did. everybody. Well, good morning. Holy God. <laughs> it's not just your show this time. No, geez, I, I'm sitting here. Yeah, I'm expecting to get like slapped if I say too much. Um, <laughs> well, good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning. Good How are you? Saddle, yeah. yeah. Faithful uh, sidecar companion. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there, like squeezed in there, like, Mike, I promise I won't tip the sidecar over. No. Or no. I can't make any promises. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't do that. Um, so we got some uh, not breaking news. Uh, actually, let's talk about that elephant in the room, shall we? Uh, the Academy Awards were last Sunday, and uh, the biggest news is, damn, the... Um, the slap heard around the world. I was going to say the documentary, uh, but no, there's... Um, the, and it's so horrible that uh, everybody remembers... That moment, not for the epic win for Quest Love, for Quest Love, but but by a slap that, I mean, wasn't even a really good slap. No, it wasn't. It was it was a horrible slap. But to be honest with you, any slap is. I mean, that's a demasculating thing to be slapped, and I mean, granted, it's the Oscars, so I think there were like forty five people watching. Yeah, total. So yeah, total around the world, Um, (laughs) and. You know, to get open-handed slapped by somebody is worse than getting punched. You get punched, it's a manly thing. You get slapped, that's you're, you know, essentially Will Smith was saying to Chris Rock that you're a bitch. But, but Chris Rock handled it like a pro so well. And I I mean, he could have gone back. And did you notice there was like 10 seconds there? Actually, not even 10. It was five seconds where Chris Rock had one right in the chamber, and he could have said, I, I know he had, like, he a had knockout something. blow. He, he had, had something, something that perfect. Ju- to say that would have just shut Will Smith up or made him get up there and just beat the living shit out of him. Oh, it was, oh. And I saw it, and I'm like, I recognize that look. I, I, I know that look. I think that's why all his, like, sur- his prices, like, surged, like, why his tickets were selling out after that happened. Because I feel like everyone wants to, I feel like everyone wants to hear, what were you going to say? Yeah. <laughs> or actually, people just want to hear the story. Yeah. So I, I think that's, yeah, that's I, they started out at 100 now they're going for, like, five. Yeah. $500 for a Chris Rock ticket. Oh my goodness, I didn't know any of that. All I know is that I was, I was super impressed. Um, Quest Loves, it was his directorial debut, right? Yeah. I mean, first time out of the gate. Doing a documentary and, and he, he wins. And home an Oscar. That is uh, It brings me amazing. joy. Uh, it brings me so much joy. Yeah, like, in, yeah. I can't even describe how cool that is. And, and that I'll, documentary is amazing. And I'll tell you one thing. No matter what, I mean, I know a lot of people were upset for him that, you know, that his moment was overshadowed by all the nonsense. But... It's one of the very few times. I mean, we haven't watched the Oscars in years, right? And it's one of the very few times where I'm sort of like, I'm going to go watch that movie. Like, I read a little bit about it, and it mm-hmm. seems like it's going to, it seems, his, his doc, it seems like it's amazing. But I've never, you know, in the past 10 years, never, you know, been like, oh, well, that won an award. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. You didn't pay yeah, attention. No. So maybe that's good for him, ultimately. Maybe, maybe a lot of people are going <laughs> to. Hey, you know, you know true. Will Smith, thank you so much. Been, you know, have even wouldn't have risen up, you know, in their on their radar. So there were a lot of cool moments that unfortunately got like 
way overshadowed. Serena and Venus. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's really horrible. And uh, we they actually deserve the spot. We talked to the director Ray on uh, Point Blank podcast, which we do out of a shared universe. So uh, Ray, you know that's that's got to be you know heartening to him that like this is my movie won a shit ton of Oscars. So you know. That's that's pretty cool. You guys think that uh, you know all this superhero genre, you know, taking down buildings, um, flying up into space, and you know, releasing the kraken on the aliens has like enabled all of us to feel a little more permissive with our physical articulations, or no? It's just a case of someone losing their shit. You mean are are you saying that? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> you know, everyone's always looking to like trace back like that. No, they want to blame somebody. Some, yeah. Some like yeah. some like focal point and I'm just I'm just I'm just saying like, you know, no. all the superheroes are blamed, right? That's why they had the whole re- mutant registration. They're always blamed when violence yeah. breaks out. Tony, like, that's in a movie. I mean, this is real life and <laughs> are we going to let why don't we blame the superhero movies? movies and, no. And Document and yeah. Yeah, it was Quest Love's second win was for the Avengers. Um, That documentary. (laughs) Let let me ask you both this question. Sure. Does uh, this tarnish Will Smith in any way, shape, or form? Does it come back to bite him in his ass? I mean, it makes him look really stupid right now. Okay. I I mean, he in the same breath, he also did win an Academy Award that night. Yeah, which is why they probably didn't pull him out. Pull him out, yeah. And there's a lot of speculation about this being, you know, was it staged? And, and no. Why in the hell would that be staged? If you're going to stage something, you know, stage something much cooler than that. Yeah. And they can't even pull off like a song and dance routine well on the Oscars. So, and by the way, folks, um, Julia's comment notwithstanding, I haven't watched the Oscars in 25 years, but next year you can be assured that I will not watch the Oscars then either. <laughs> so, I mean, it, this is, it's all bullshit. And I can, it's its a bunch of multi-millionaires getting together to ego stroke yeah. a bunch wait, of multi-millionaires. Wait a, second, wait, a second, wait a second. When when Christian wins his Oscar, we will definitely be watching the Oscars. No, I'll be watching you the YouTube. There. What the hell? Oh, what a guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be watching the YouTube clip next, <laughs> next day. <laughs> Who am I knocking out? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. One of us is going to run up on stage and just like start wailing on him. Actually, if Ming Chen uh, goes up, I'll slap him for you. No problem. <laughs> oh, my I've God. Got, I've got decades worth of anger towards that man. To, oh, my God. <laughs> now, will we see a security presence around the stage next year, most likely? Because that was the other thing that I was like, how the hell did that happen? Where I was like, was nobody like there to like stop him? You know, it'd be really probably. I mean, listen, it's it's Will Smith and everyone there probably ha- you know knows he's been you know nominated. So he's walking up there and you got I, I would be imagining like I'd be looking at it thinking, no, 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 he's not going to do it. And all of a sudden it happens and you're like, you know, in the like, reaction time. Oh. Right. I mean, because. Has there ever been a time in history when anyone's gone up on stage and actually... Yeah, actually, they had to... Yeah, Marlon Brando sent a uh, Native American up to accept the Academy Award for him, and they had to physically restrain John Wayne from going out there and physically assaulting her. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, and And as soon as she's done, Clint Eastwood then goes up on stage and makes fun of her. It's it's such a fucked up clip. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's awful. Because uh, back then, and uh, honest to God, uh, way before then, you know, cowboys and Indians. 
You know, I mean, they were, they're they always they're always the bad guys when you're playing cowboy. No one wanted to be the Indian when you're a kid, yeah. which that's that's the way they were. Per, that's the way oh, they yeah. that's the way the Native American I, was portrayed back in the day. And it's horrible. Yeah. Then they and, had some better security. for sure. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, they, they had it then. They didn't have it right now. And I guess they're can you imagine like the security camps, just a bunch of uh, security guys out in the back? There's like the loading dock smoking a cigarette going, as this is a really easy job. <laughs> this Boy. is great. This is a great cushion. Nothing ever happens at the Ex yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. What now? Exactly. Shit. How fired am I? Oh <laughs> shit. All right. I have to say my favorite meme of the whole thing though was when someone took a picture of Andrew Gar Garfield texting. Yeah, that was and they were like, you know, Andrew Finding Garfield out if it's real. No, finding out if Spider-Man in the other in the other yeah. universes, like now finding out if Will Smith yeah, slapped, slapped uh, Chris Rock in the other universe. Yeah. Oh my god, that was great. Really funny. Yeah. All the meme, I will say though, all the memes that did come from this were top tier. They <laughs> they were so so good. Uh, one one of my favorites was I got one little fight. And my mom got scared, and you can't make jokes about women with no hair. I was like, oh my god, how can you be doing this right now? Memes have no chill. Mm. I I love it, but. <laughs> But you know what? Honestly, though, here's the problem is that it sets a weirdly like a dangerous press. Very dangerous. Where it's like, I understand if Will Smith had issue with what was said. He was laughing about it before it had even ha before he even did anything. Yeah. Then he looked then over he looked and he, saw, over and he yeah. noticed uh, Jada was completely. She was pissed. Pissed. So then he goes up and does what he does. And I'm like, but now you're going to let people that basically lets people know or gives them permission to do that to people and i'm like no that's why almost unanimously all comedians are pissed about this mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. everybody is mad like nobody is i mean some people understand but don't agree i'm kind of in that camp but i don't condone it I still don't condone what he did. I don't. Uh, well, I uh, of course you understand. If you're married, you understand. And but it's not like he physically assaulted Jada. No, Chris Rock did not physically assault her. Uh, he made a, and it's it was a dopey joke. It wasn't even really it wasn't even cutting. a good joke. <laughs> no, it was it was GI Jane and uh, so topical GI Jane too. Uh, but I mean, so what? Yeah. And alopecia is it is it a life threatening disease? It may be it? a, it's not. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If this was cancer, that'd be something different. Yeah. And uh, she may have made it public. And from what I understand, she did. I don't follow Jada Pinkett Smith. I, she is not a part of my day-to-day -day world. I doubt she's a part of Chris Rock's day-to-day -day world. So he would not know about her having alopecia. Or if he did, forgot about it. Yeah. But it's alopecia. It's not something and I, I get it. I under I sort of understand the whole, you know, leaping to the defense. But here's the thing. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said it best. It's like Will Smith didn't defend his wife. He made her seem weak, you know, that you needed a man to get up there and and do this for you. He could have just said, hey, Chris, tone it down or you know, in his acceptance speech, hey, Chris Rock, you know, my wife has alopecia. That wasn't funny. Yeah, like I think it was the more dignified move would have been to say something during his acceptance speech. I think I mean, I mean, and he if, knew he was winning. Yeah, like 
<laughs> I'm sure he did. Do you, do you, I mean, I don't know. If you do know. I know for a certainty? No. As someone who was a stutterer and still has, you know, bouts with stuttering from time to time Same. as a kid. I mean, I, I mean, believe me, I got the crap beaten out of me. I was definitely the victim of some serious abuse for that. And you can't come back with a snappy comeback when you can't even get a sentence out. So especially when you're being like, you know, especially when you're under attack. So I get that visceral, if you love somebody and you know mm-hmm. they've gone through that and you know how it affects them, I absolutely get that instantaneous, like, you're not thinking anymore. You're just reacting. It's a visceral thing. Yeah. You want to just jump in front of them and take that bullet for them because you know how much it hurts. I get that. It's just, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, yeah, it is a lot. It's a yeah. lot to unpack. You know it was crazy when we're talking about a Will Smith slap on I Sell Comics. I know. <laughs> so, and it's not even Hancock. I mean, for God's sake. So, or I am legend, but whatever. Uh, Will, Will, well, I was going to say, my, my final take on this is Will Smith showed horrible judgment. He chose poorly. Yeah, he so. chose chaos, and he will see the, the repercussions of it. Will he bounce back? I'm pretty sure he will. He's Will Smith. And he's got millions of dollars. Yeah. He, billions. So. Maybe. I don't know. I may have lost a little bit of respect for him, but hey. I mean, I, I'll still see his movies. It's weird. Anyway. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So we've got- Moon Knight dropped today. Yes. Moon Knight dropped on Disney+. Plus. I have yet to see it. I'll probably put it on here mm-hmm. while uh, while we go through the day and I'll- I'll keep- hang out and watch the first All right, episode. cool. Um, I'm game. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Oscar Isaacs, uh, I think it's going to be pretty damn dope. From the trailers alone, I, I really dig the vibe that they're mm-hmm. going for with this for, for the show. And I, I hope that they choose to experience uh, or experiment with- feelings like that for- I think you can pretty much count on that if you watched WandaVision you know that they oh, they yeah. thought outside the box which you know all of us the first two episodes were like what the hell are they trying to get here and it came through I mean you had to watch the whole thing but oh, yeah. you know uh, I'm I'm down with it uh, Moon Knight a lot of people say oh it's Marvel's answer to Batman but no it's so much more than that it's there's a comparison to Batman. There are, yeah, uh-huh. okay. yeah, because he's he goes out at night. He's a vigilante. He's got these like uh, moonerangs. Mm-hmm. They're they're like darts, and uh, he's he's a millionaire. He's he's got all these undercover identities. Was he okay. in the original comics an analog to Batman? Uh, there are some people who think that, and you know, uh, Marvel's direct. Um, analog to Batman was um, Nighthawk. Mm. And they, they had done like the Squadron Supreme, which was like the Marvel version of the Justice League. And it was, there was uh, Hyperion, who was Superman, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Spectrum, who was a Green Lantern, and uh, Nighthawk, who was Batman. Kyle. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was Batman. There so. were direct uh, ins- ins- correlations. Yeah. correlations. Yeah. Or uh, what do they call them? Um, God. Mm. Pastiches. That's it. The pastiche. We got, we got, uh, we got Chris Hewitt. Hi, Chris. Uh, asking, what is what is Moon Knight's story? You want to give a little origin story? A little bit yeah, so he's the fist of Khonshu, who is like the Egyptian moon god. He was touched by divinity, I guess, and sent out to battle evil. So okay. there you are. At night, and his his strength. Actually, no, that was uh, night. Night hawks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, 
Nighthawk, his strength doubled, you know, at night. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. Moon Knight, just regular guy who had uh, like Olympic level agility and uh, acrobatic skills. Got, what was he? Conchu. Conchu. Uh, does he appear in any other comics? Oh yeah, he's all over the place. Oh yeah, okay. place is is stinky with Conchu. So Conchu. yeah. <laughs> And, and and I wonder if he's going to show up in the series, yes or no? I, I, I would have to think so. think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would think this is a limited series too, right? Like this is kind of like WandaVision where yeah, it's but you'll, done. No, I don't know if WandaVision is one and done. I think WandaVision is one and done. I, I don't think know. WandaVision should be one and done. It should be, but I don't know if it's going to be. I know so. Loki is getting a season two, but I don't think WandaVision is. What about that? Well, they said Captain America and the Winter Soldier is going to be the, the movie. Oh, that's right. There's a new so, cat movie. Yeah. That I can't wait for. Yeah, that's going uh, <laughs> to be badass. Um, but you never know if there's going to be a Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, the next generation. Oh, yeah. So you never know. <sighs> that's okay. the wonders of the world of comedy. So, beautiful. So many possibilities. Well, let's talk about the picks of the week, shall we? Yes. Here at Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash, we go exhaustively through our archives. Well, actually, our new comics of the week. <laughs> and we just show you what they are. And this one, this one freaked me out a little bit. It's uh, Batman and FaZe Clan. Now, do you know what FaZe Clan is? I do. Oh my God, they made a crossover with FaZe Clan. Yes, what is FaZe Clan? Would you please explain Uh, to our audience? So FaZe Clan is like this group of, uh, I think they started out on YouTube, but then they moved over to Twitch or something like that. They're gamers. Yeah. They're they're well-known gaming personalities. They made a comic book with Batman. Why is this a thing? Oh, are you no. are you are you bummed now? I'm not not bummed. It's just I've been so overexposed to these guys okay. for, for years that I'm just kind of sick of them, <laughs> and I'm just like, why'd they invade my comic books? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to sell comic books, dude. So I mean, all right, be bitching about them. Good crossover. It was actually yeah, pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah, it, okay. it sort of felt like the. Um, the new kids on the block when they were on The Simpsons, <laughs> you know, or when hey, uh, it's Milhouse, or when Eminem uh, was it with either Punisher or Daredevil? It was Punisher. It was Punisher. Yeah, pro- Eminem and Punisher. But uh, I think that Eminem's got some serious staying power. What's the cross? I mean, what what's the what's the intersection between gamers and 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 comic fandom? I mean, is there is there a big? Uh, yeah. yeah. Batman, Arkham, so. Arkham Knights, Arkham Asylum, okay. all the the Batman so games. This is an opportunity to drop yeah. gamers in and kind of yeah. more closely along. This is, okay. but it was actually pretty. It was a pretty cool. I'm uh, talking shit, but at the same time, I can't <laughs> I can't help but respect it. Like these guys, when you start on YouTube, you have to hustle like mm-hmm. big time to get or gain any sort of following. And yeah. these guys really did. They found a great market, which was gaming, and they just pushed and pushed towards it. And now they're at the point where they're collaborating with DC making comics. Like yeah. I, even though I make fun of them, I can't help but respect that in some way, shape, or form. So that is pretty cool. <laughs> way to cover it. Way, shape, or form. Way, shape, or form. Yeah. Actually, uh, the, the artwork's really good. It's uh, by Scott Eaton, who is a really great artist. Um, I'm digging it. I'm glad you are. And it was written by, uh, who uh, is that? Let me see. Let's is that, here? Uh, oh, Trudillo. It's... Uh, Josh, Josh Trudillo. Nice. Nor- Norm Rapham on doing the inks. He's one hell of an ar- inker. Bat. And Scott Eaton on pencils. So it's actually pretty badass. And he gets the entire Bat family involved. Because the I'll give you the setup, folks. The, 
the Riddler has uh, it's sort of the plot to Batman Forever. Is it really? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, he's got this Nigmaware, which um, downloads people's brains, and he's turning these pe- turning the citizens of Gotham and eventually the world into his own personal army, and uh, the Phase Clan has to jump in to fake Gotham. Riddler's fake Gotham and um, solve quests. So it's actually, actually sounds pretty cool. Okay. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, this could have been a six so issue I'll series. Just shit. And uh, and I'll read this. So, I don't know. <laughs> so it's a one off? It's a one off. And uh, to be honest with you, Batman becomes a fan. Batman becomes a fan. Yeah. Of Face Clan. So. <laughs> you can see Batman in the Bat Cave. It's like Face Clan. Yeah. Up he's, he's got posters of him. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Alfred Batman's up on the. With a little bit of Earl Grey tea and some and some biscuits while Batman is like shouting at his screens, right? Oh man, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Good. Okay. Cool. That's cool. Do we put it over there? Do yeah, we add yeah, it to yeah. the pot? Yeah, we put it over here. All right. Comic stays over there. All right. And then we right, got. What's, what's up next? I'm going to jump around, jump around, jump around. We Here's the Jim about, Rugg. We usually pull about five per week. Yeah, right? this is yeah. five. This is uh, Jim Rugg, Hulk, Grand Design. Uh, this is just a kick-ass cover. It's, um, is that Piscor? Ed Piscor's uh, art? It look, yeah, Ed Piscor's art. Uh, Jim Rugg, these are great because they take a cartoony view. of cartoony. Yeah, as if a comic book's not cartoony enough. They actually do a really cool, take a look through the uh, through Ooh. here. They go through uh, a character's history. Um, Ed Piscor did this with the uh, X-Men and uh, X-Men cool. Grand Design. And it's really, really cool. And they have it's their take on, this will be the Hulk's entire, um, his entire career. So it's wow. really, really cool. And I think it's just a really great way to get younger readers in and to to scratch an itch for older readers, especially uh, guys who are big fans of the underground comics, because it's got that vibe to yeah, it. I like it. And it's it's pretty badass. So when we get, and we have been seeing, I, I know we've mentioned this before on the show, but we've been seeing more and more parents coming in with kids and wanting to get mm-hmm. their kids into comics and getting into the comics with them. So this would be a good a good title for that? Sure would be. Totally appropriate? Okay. I don't know, totally appropriate. There's a couple things. I mean, the Hulk's, you know, wandering around half naked. So, you know, there's, but there's <laughs> nothing too objectionable about it nothing they won't see on television it's like so. a level it's like a level up from the 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 books that you got over there which yeah is like the pink panther one that's like the basic gotcha. uh hardcover book. black panther black pink panther there you go boy. we might have had some pink panther sure. oh my god yeah i'm sure we did <laughs> uh, next up is shadow war alpha this kicks off batman's next big um, crossover, and I'm not going to give too much away because uh, you have to read this to get into it. So it's Batman Shadow War it brings the entire Bat family and other uh, creatures or characters from adjacent titles, and it's going to be huge. Ah, so no spoilers on that. No, one. I will not spoil that at all. Okay, because it's pretty. That bad. one's got a nice surprise. It's epic. To it. it does. Okay. Uh, number four is coming in at coming in at number four. Uh, the Immortal X Men one. Turns out that um, after Krakoa, 
Yeah, well, let's put it this way. After House of X and Powers of X, when they relaunched the X titles, uh, how do I put this? They became a sovereign nation unto themselves. So X on the, Yes, they did. On the island of Krakoa, which was the mutant island that brought the original um, – the original uh, – actually, no, the new – X-Men together back in 75. Okay. He was the threat that they had to face after the original X-Men got their asses handed to them. And now he's back and, you know, he's... Is this like his first appearance in a while? No, 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 no. I mean, that's... Or just like the way... They colonized him. And Ah, he's, he's, he's like their mutant island. But I'm just setting up. There was so much change going on. They can finally bring back mutants. Xavier uses Cerebro to because uh, it downloads mutants' brain waves. Mm-hmm. So no mutant is ever actually dead. When they get killed, they clone the bodies and they download the, the brain waves. Yeah. Whoa. So and this brings up like moral and ethical questions. Questions. Yeah. Like what is a soul? I mean, oh. is it just your brain waves? So, but previous to that. Turns out that there are immortal mutants. Like we already saw it with Apocalypse, mm-hmm. and now there are ruling councils and within that within Krakoa, within all there are two islands. One's okay. Krakoa, the other one's like Ariscani or whatever the hell. I mean, it's a bunch of letters put together that make no sense to me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But there's like the Quiet Council, there's the uh, the Council of War, and they've got all these councils, and the main council is just made up of some mutants who are um, immortal. And they had immortal mutants like Apocalypse. Um, Turns out that Mystique is an immortal mutant. Really? Yeah, because she can regenerate her her body. Her power regenerates everything. Wolverine is theoretically an immortal mutant. Um, Mr. Sinister, immortal mutant. So and also, do we see more, Mister Sinister? Yeah, we do. Oh, that's this cool. is this is very sinister oriented. Oh, cool! That's and cool. Uh, turns out that Destiny is also an immortal mutant. Okay. So, but there's different levels of immortality, and this is how they push their boundaries. Mm-hmm. And this is so. Immortal X Men number one. Number one. Ah, yes. Pick this one up, people. That one sounds. Yeah, definitely. Those lo- those last two sound awesome. All these comics to this week sound dope. This is my favorite of the week. Astro City. Astro City. Astro City is Kurt Busiek um, and Brent Anderson and Alex Ross. And, you know, uh, used to be through uh, homage comics and uh, Vertigo-esque. Mm-hmm. It was under those banners. Now it's over at Image. And I happen to love this concept. Astro City. Go ahead. Take a look. Astro City is... A love letter to the silver and golden age of comic books. Uh, Astro City is the place where superheroes are real. And this is where you get to see people standing side by side next to them. And they age in real time. And there's no – when when people die, they really die. Oh, wow. And there's some really great um, character arcs in here. They've got all the analogs to your favorite superheroes. Like um, – Superman is Samaritan. Go for it. Wonder Woman is winged, winged victory. Um, like this is like the analog to the. Can zoom in, but the artwork is 
It's Brent Anderson. Yeah, he does amazing, amazing work. Uh, and that's the analog to the Teen Titans. Um, they're called the the J um, the J Birds J. And this was uh, so. This is on image Jayhawks. There Jayhawks. you go. I'm, yeah. I knew it was a bird. So yeah, this was uh, this was under stuff. a different comic book company and then yeah. moved to Image. Yeah. Okay. So it was under a couple of comic book companies and moved to Image. So now it's over at Image, and I couldn't be happier that it's back. Uh, I love Kurt Busiek's um, writing. Uh, he I wrote that cover. some of my – that's Alex Ross. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Kurt Busiek wrote Marvels with Alex Ross, so they have a longstanding uh, relationship. Brian Anderson did uh, a couple of fill-ins over at – uh, X-Men and his his artwork's always Is been. Is this a miniseries or do we know if it's. No, I think it's ongoing. ongoing. So, yeah, I'm hoping so you want that. To get number one right now before it sells out. Oh, huh, okay. <laughs> Way to sell it, honey. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's true. Listen, we've been getting a lot of people coming in and signing up as reservists, and they're asking specifically to start. Like, they want to know, they want to. Where do you start? I can start. So, I can start at the beginning. And continues on. So that's a, so that'd be a great choice. This is a great yeah. place to start, but you also have backstory. So there's so much backstory that yeah. you can go into. I saw and there was an advertisement for the book on the back. Which is up top there too. Metro book. Ah, Astro okay. City Metro book, which is like a huge compilation. Does the first one, two, three story arcs in, um, in one book. In one huge book. Yeah, it's like not quite a compendium, not quite an omnibus, but it's going to be an omnibus going forward, ah, okay. which um, is amazing. And um, what is it? It's Life in the Big City, uh, Family Album, and Confessions, which has maybe the best analog to Batman I have ever seen. It's, that's, a, that's a pretty big thing coming from you. Yes. And I don't want to give too much away, but The Confessor is that's his name the confessor <laughs> and his his sidekick is altar boy <laughs> so it's but you're sitting there giggling but if you read this thing you you'll be like holy shit i felt so many different emotions reading this book okay i was like well that's just stupid yeah because you giggle yeah it's like the confessor yeah you go <laughs> and then you find out his origin and you're like holy shit and then you see what happens and you're like whoa i'm invested oh, this is oh, actually great yeah and okay it they made me feel feelings oh how dare they make me feel in this day and age disrespectful sons of bitches so yeah that's that's the jay and silent bob top five Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely checking out Astro City. Yeah, please. That's they're cool. All on sale today, right? They can anyone. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone can come in. Here. Well, you have to know the secret knock. <laughs> here or I mean, you know, obviously comic book shops. Yeah, comic book shops around the world. Comic book shops. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we got some stuff going on. Couple oh, of things. Boy, do you, <laughs> Jules? Why don't you take away what's coming up? Uh, you talking about event stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Event stuff. All right, so we've got uh, we've got three things I think on the uh, on our podcast. Yes, we do. About. First of all, I mean, how can we get away from it? We are Four so things. excited! It's going to be things. a wonderful celebration. The stash is celebrating 25 years, more than a generation. Silver anniversary, um, you know, in Red Bank <clears throat> the whole time. Started out at 69 Monmouth Street, moved to 35. Now mm-hmm. it's at 65. Yes, we are. Give me my notes here. Thank you. Um, and you know we're really delighted. We're, you know we're putting we put together a big event, and it's going to be it's, huge. It's the biggest we've oh, ever yeah. tried, and I think it's going to be spectacular. I know it's going to be spectacular. We've got uh, members of the cast of Clerks coming out to join Kevin and Jay, and Clerks uh, too, and Clerks too at the store. 
And it's going to be an event in two parts. So it's really two events in one, right? Yep. So anybody who's used to co- who's been coming to some of the events or seen us advertise events at the stash over this past year, you're actually getting two opportunities in one. The first is a photo op. So for anyone who's already bought their ticket or is thinking of buying a ticket, you go online, you choose your photo slot, you know, and the same thing. You come up, you check in, you come in, you get, you grab your photo with the whole cast yes. that's here. And then after your photo's done, you get a beautiful, I mean, a lot of time and effort has been spent on putting together a beautiful swag bag yes. exclusive to the event. Um, you're going to get two limited edition event exclusive posters. Uh, one is, you know, almost, you know, one is like gorgeous. Um, they're both, Actually, they're, they're both gorgeous. Both gorgeous. <laughs> one is, um, one is, one is very, like gorgeous. The other one is one gorgeous. Very complex. Like yes. there's a lot going on. Yeah, a lot of so, eye candy yeah, on this I mean, one. A lot. Like you're just going to keep looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. The other one is gorgeous, and that's the one where you're going to have the cast signatures. Yeah, we're going to have signatures. That's uh, Captain Ribman artwork. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is Which, the the eye candy is, uh, and I'm going to announce it now. Uh, Chris McDonald and Chrissy Wiseman. Um, Beautiful work. Yeah. Did me did me a solid, and uh, I worked out a deal where they drew this beautiful thing for me, and for the 25th anniversary of the stash, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's pretty dope. We'll be we'll be teasing. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to put everything out there, but we'll be teasing like little pieces of snippets, and things yeah. like that, to give people an idea of, of, of like of what's, what's going, going on. on, and then like a rebus, yeah. So there, and there are photo slots all throughout the day, but then at the in the evening, starting at eight o'clock, over at the Atlantic Movie House in Atlantic Highlands, which is if you haven't if you're local and haven't been there, you you should go. It's it's really a cool place. If you're not local and you're going to be in for the event, you're going to really enjoy being there. It is a it is a community theater, but it's it's beautifully renovated, and we're going to have what we're calling a um, secret stash three way Q and A. And basically, everyone will come in. They'll take a seat in one of three theaters, and the cast will do the moving throughout the three theaters. And mm-hmm. it's meant to be an intimate. I mean, it will be an intimate, up close and personal opportunity to interact with different with all the different members of the cast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you'll sit in your seat the whole time, and you will get an opportunity to see everybody rotate through the theaters yeah. um, for the for the event. So it's just it's just going to be a fun day. We're working with some local partners. Hopefully, we'll have some great announcements soon. Um, you know, people offering discounts to yeah. you know, folks who come into town. Um, and it's also on Saturday. It's going to be Free Comic Book Day. So that'll yes, be it, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Actually, yeah. it's going to be really weird because that Wednesday is uh, May the fourth, and oh. we're going to have uh, you guys some guys from time this better. The, I know the five hundred first Legion yeah. is yeah. coming. They're going to come. come. Yes. Come. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have them on the calendar. Yep. So. Oh, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get a whole bunch. I'm hoping to get many. And just milling around Red Bank, that would be so dope, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so, amazing. That's very cool. So, yeah, it's going to be, a, you know, e- each day, Saturday and Sunday, it's the same schedule yeah. each day. So, you know, you buy your ticket for either Saturday or Sunday, and you get that whole day's adventure. It's the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you get a and- photo with the whole cast. Your swag bag, and you get a chance to go and and, and participate in the Q and A. And we're doing something special for moms on Sunday. So, yeah, I'm not telling you what. Yeah. Okay. So that's so that's really. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we are doing something special for moms on Sunday. So you, uh, you can go to any of the social media. Like Kevin's been promoting it. Jay's been promoting it. You know, the Stash's socials promoting it. Um, there are links that you can grab and go right to um, our online ticketing platform and ticket. Um, so yeah, and and you know we uh, it went out to the Kevin Smith Club over the weekend. We opened it up to the general public Monday, 
and uh, I can tell you, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. I can tell you guys wild. when you when you yeah. told me initially, I was geeking out because I mean I'm I'm still a fan regardless. I will always be. But when you told me what was going on, I was like, oh, these people are in for a treat. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a great time. Oh yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you'll be around. Oh yeah, I'll oh, be yeah, there. I'll be there helping yeah, out. You'll be there helping out. Yep, yep. There's gonna be a lot going on. Anyway, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Please, if you haven't already checked it out online, please go online and check it out. If you haven't bought your ticket, make sure you get your slot. Uh, you know, we have. You know, we had to cap it. Um, so so you know, get them it, now. It's gonna be a big. You know, it's gonna be a big yeah. day. We opened up a lot of slots because we want everybody who wants to come to be able to come. But once those slots are gone, they're gone. Yeah, so, yeah. You, you want, capped you for the the seats and then also the amount of people that could take photos. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, okay. there's. I mean, you know, it's. Yeah. You know, like I said, we opened up. Like we we sat and fingers crossed it'll all work out the way we plan, right? Um, but we sat and we you know we thought how like what's the maximum number of people we could legit get through and have everyone have a great experience and so we kind of went from that basis but mm-hmm. yeah so uh-huh and you'll and you have to have a ticket to get in oh yeah yeah, yeah this is yeah. a ticketed event yeah. and unfortunately yeah we can't we will not be selling on the day of the event so you have to get your ticket in advance yeah absolutely so, so get that asap people yeah, yeah so that's going to be we're super excited about that and we're going to be teasing like we were talking up this morning about even doing some more stuff some retrospective stuff some nostalgic stuff um to uh to kind of bring people back to get them right in the emotions yeah 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 back to like how it felt to walk into the first store you know and uh, tim hill is coming up from orlando tim hill who was is he real yes who was kevin smith's uh boss over at the rec center that's awesome. so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. That's cool. cool. Um, other events coming up, and this is this is an event. It's it's the first. So the stash is starting a series of in-store events, free and open to the public, uh, to meet creators. And we're going to have artists. Mm-hmm. We're going to have writers. We're going to have voice actors, and you know, and it's just going to grow. So we have a pilot program going on, and we are could not be more excited um, and happier to be welcoming David Crownson, who is the author of and the genius behind Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer, which is currently in production um, to be uh, on TV. So it is a, he, he has he has produced six issues of this now. And I'm going to I'm going to go to his uh, to his website, kingwoodcomics.com, where you can read more about Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer and his um, and his. And he'll be here to talk about oh, the process. Yeah. And and he's going to sign. Process, and his next he's going to sign. Um, so basically, Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, when slave owners can't stop the formidable ninja warrior Harriet Tubman, they call on the help of vampires, werewolves, witches, and demons to stop her. Harriet Tubman must lead a family of slaves to freedom while battling an army of darkness. I mean, it is really. Oh, that's badass, it man. It is really a badass. That's awesome. It is really badass. And how fucking oh, evil man. do you have to be to be like, listen, I want to silence somebody and I can't do it myself. So let me just get some werewolves. Yeah, it is. Demons, let me witches. Send, let me send others yeah. to yeah. do my bidding. Yeah, it is, you know, it is really, it's really a great piece. Nightmare in Newark is another, uh, is, and you'll be hearing more about that when we get a little more information yep. about that. Um, that's his second project. But Harriet Tubman, if you haven't checked it out already, we have, um, we, you know, thank you, David. David and we've had. stocked us with um, issues one through six, so we have them here in the store. He'll be on site April 23rd. April and 23rd, yes. We're going to announce the exact times, but as I said, and as we'll continue to promote, you know, everyone is welcome. You come in, you get to meet David, talk with him. I mean, and can I just say that we've known David for a while. He was on. on no, you can't say that. Comics. No, you can't say that. <laughs> but, That's I mean, uh, classified he, information. The, I mean, the guy 
is just, he's first of all, he's a fucking genius. And second of all, he's a real example of how you just keep going. I mean, nothing has stopped him. I mean, he just, he just, he had his vision. He's good at what he does. And he just kept going. And I mean, as, and every time he, you know, he takes another step, he attracts more positive, more good things to him, which is why it's being developed for a TV show. So I just, you know, such a great person. And anyone who is in the area, April 23rd, please come and stop by the store. Say hello to David. Get a signed comic. You will not regret it. You will love the series. We are, like I said, we couldn't be happier that he's going to be the first. Mm -hmm. He's going to help us kick off our, our, our in-store. The inaugural pilot program. Yep. Yeah. That's so, yeah, dope. So that's really badass. And we'll be sending out some social media stuff about that, too, to remind folks. Um, and the other event that I just we just wanted to mention is Fan Expo in Philly. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I'm going to pull up that website. Fan Expo in Philly is the 8th through the 10th. And it's at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. And guess who's going to be there? Jay and Silent Bob, Jay Muse, um, and Kevin Smith, along with the um, some other cast members from Clark. So we've got Brian O'Halloran, Trevor Furman, um, Jeff Anderson, and I think I've got everybody in there. Um, so they'll all be there to uh, to celebrate Clark's and to meet with folks. Um, I have not had a chance to get out to a fan expo yet, but no. it's formally Wizard Con, honey. Yeah, so yes, what I hear, well, but I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, their their little take on it. Um, from what I hear, it's incredibly well organized, and everyone who has had a chance to go to one of those events has had such a great time. Gotcha. Yeah. And unfortunately, so. Ming Chen will not be there. They are. <laughs> Their entire staff is um, <laughs> is full up. You know, they don't need any groundskeepers or any people to sweep up <laughs> so after. So if you want to go check out what's what else is happening? Because I've got actually, I mean, it's 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 cram packed. You've got Marsters is going to be there. James Marsters. Let's let's give him a first name, honey. James Marsters. People who are Buffy fans know who Marsters. Yeah, I know. People are like, hey, Marsters. Yeah. It's like what? Um, you've got several members of the cast of um, Star Trek: Next Generation are going to be there as well. So yeah, it's it's really really good guest list, but of course our favorites, Jan, Alan, Bob, yes, and the cast of Clerks, so. Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, and Trevor Furman. April, so something to look forward to, right? Yes. Don't we all need? A, a, and that's we were talking this morning. I think it's been a rough start for a lot of people in mm -hmm. 2022, right? Uh, we just we keep thinking you think? past COVID, and then other stuff comes up, all the politics and everything. Now we've got all the stuff that's going on in the Ukraine. I think everyone's anxiety is at a high. People slapping other people. I, yeah. You know, so it's sort of like. Everyone's whenever, losing their minds a when, bit. <laughs> agreed. So whenever we have a chance to look forward to something good, like the, like the 25th anniversary is going to be good. I was looking back at some old pictures. I found an article online that documented the um, Guinness Book of World Records event where everyone came dressed as Jay and Silent yeah. Bob and we set that record. And just the look on people's faces, how happy and the comments that were coming through, you know, meeting up with other fans and other members of the community. Because as we all know, it's more than just some movies and, you know, and appearances. I mean, this is a community of people that, mm -hmm. you know, that care for each other and care about, you know, care about comics and pop culture. Yeah. And this happiness on their faces, like meeting up together, meeting the people that have been behind all this great content. Um, it's really special. So we've got that to look forward to. Like I said, the Fan Expo is doing a brilliant job. So if you get a chance, mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're all over the country. So, you know, this one happens to be in Philly coming up 8th of the 10th. Um, if you get a chance to get out and, and enjoy that, you should do it. David Crownson being here. We need stuff. Oh, we yeah. just need stuff to like 
set our eyes on and be like, okay, I can get through this day. Tomorrow's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. So yeah, take advantage of it all, guys. Take advantage. There's of a all. comment here I want to highlight from uh, from Bill. I'd like to say too, I've never seen one company be so devoted to its customers and do so much for its for its customers. It's a wonderful thing. And to be honest, that's a feeling I really do sense with you guys too. It's like just even, even starting as an outsider and then being able to work with you guys, like it's, it's amazing how much you guys put into doing all these things because you want to throw and have such a good time and being a fan and being able to participate in these things, it's it's truly awesome because it, it does show you guys care. And it's That's awesome. Very sweet of you to say. I'm, and you know I what? Know, I'm yeah. sweet. I'm, it's true. No more emotions. You know what? I'm done. I, That's enough for the day. I look at Kevin's Twitter and uh his Instagram following, and you know, 99% of them are all so positive and glowing. And you've got that one person, and it's human, it is my human nature, and I know it's it's in Kevin's that you focus on that one person who has negative things to say and, and you obsess on it. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, and what can I do more? And it's like, nothing. You can't do anything. And the one thing that Kevin gives to people is his attention, number one, mm. and he gives us a voice. And that's one thing that I've always been grateful for, and I'm, I'm going to put it out here on Main Street, is first movie I ever saw of Kevin's was Mallrats. And I loved it immediately. Mm -hmm. The dialogue, everything, because it was, I was Brody. and It spoke to you. It did. He, he spoke to me. Kevin Smith spoke to me, and that's something that no other filmmaker had ever done. Up until that point. Right. And, I mean, I was, that was what? I was 27 mm. when that came out. So, boom. I, nobody had ever spoken for me that way. Mm. But Kevin Smith did. And, and you heard it. I heard it. And I had the good fortune to work for Kevin Smith and, you know, give a little bit of that back. So, what we do here at Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, and, and I'm going to rip off Stephen King. Um, mm. We sell fun. <laughs> he used that line in Joyland, and it resonated with me, too. Yeah. Um we sell fun. That's what we do. We sell comic books, and you come in that door, you're getting an experience. Yeah, it's and not just it's not just a shop. It's yeah. it is totally an experience. Yeah, you yeah, walk and in, he, and he and Jay do the same. And I'm just going to interject here. Of course, you are. I know, I know, I know. I do part of my. And why don't you talk into the microphone because oh. that would be good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you know, and and this is true for Jay too. And if if ever, any of you guys have had a chance to meet Jay in person, you know it's true. But when Kevin was here the other day, um, he was busy. I mean, he was super busy. He was super booked. And some fans came in and they had seen him in a couple different locations. And they came up to me and they're like, oh, I just saw, I just saw him by the corner of my eye. You know, will he come out? Can I meet him? And, you know, I, I didn't know what else he had on his plate. I didn't want to promise anything if yeah. he was like out the door to do something else. And I said, I, I don't know. Let me go and, and find out. And I walked back and the guy literally had been on his feet working the entire time. I walk in, I'm like, hey, Kevin, you've got some people out. He looked at me and he goes, I'm on it. And he walked right out to spend time with them. I don't even know if he had lunch that day. But, you know, he walked out and spent time with them. Nope, he didn't. You, nope. you know, it's like you just, that's special. That's that's like super special. And, and Jay's the same way. And, I mean, I hope people feel that way when they come to the stash. We want people to feel that way. Oh, Seen, yeah. Seen, heard, appreciated. You know, it makes a difference. 
And having yeah. fun. Yeah. And, and that comes from the top. Yeah. Yeah. I remember filming the, because for most people who don't know, I uh, I filmed the Project Stash YouTube series on mm, YouTube. That that's showed right. We're going to be sharing some of the links. Yeah, to that, too, that showed yeah. the construction of this place, and it was amazing to see not only it come together, but to realize like, wow, how much these these things truly mean to people. Mm. Like in the comments, people would be like, are you going to include this? Are you going to include that? Is <laughs> the Bluntmobile going to be there? I was like, of course it is. Of course, <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's oh man, it was just so cool to see and be a part of. Yeah. It was such a great process. Well, thank process. you for reading that comment. Yeah, I'm reading no, of some course. of the comments uh, on the uh, Shared Universe one, and you're on... Uh, I'm on YouTube. Are you uh, on this YouTube? Is, this awesome. is, there's a bunch of different people and places great. and stuff That's like great. that. But, uh, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what's up next, Mr. Zapsick? Oh, we've got... Uh, and I want to give a shout-out to one of our Uber fans, Chris Davis, if oh, you're out there. Yeah. This is a nice story, too. Uh, so we put up... Uh, there's a backstory. So um, Hero Initiative printed up 7,000 copies of JLA Avengers to benefit Hero Initiative. George Perez wanted this mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of, it's one of his last wishes. And so all comic book stores around the world ordered this thing in probably insane numbers. And they were allocated, mm-hmm. meaning – that you get a specific number based on your orders for you know whatever you get. So uh, we here at the Secret Stash uh, ordered a ton. We got three. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. So um, and and we ordered like you know yeah you were, a lot. Okay. So we got three, and we're we're one of the lucky ones because there are some that only got one. So. We got three. Um, I sold one to a gentleman who's um, going to he, – he's in boot camp. And he was like the first person to ask me. And then we're, uh, we're putting these other ones up online. Mm-hmm. So we're selling. And 100% of our profit goes to uh, Hero Initiative. Whatever I sell it for is what I'm donating to Hero Initiative on behalf of the Secret Stash because that's the way Kevin wants it. That's the plan. Damn straight. So I put it up there, 10-day auction, and um, so it sells for $565. So the gentleman who won it, his name is Chris Davis. And now I know Chris. I know Chris from the boards. He comes in. Uh, he's he's a super fan of Kevin's. Mm-hmm. So um, he calls me up and says, hey, don't send it to me. Relist it. Let's see if we can't double that up. So realistic, it's Isn't that amazing. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's so, and I'm like, whoa, Chris, that's too damn nice. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, look, I love this dash. I love the fact that you're doing this. And he's like, I love George Perez. He's like, do this for me. It's a wonderful cause. I know. And, and Heroes Initiative. That. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, Hero Initiative is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Jim McLaughlin does a great job. He used to be with Wizard Magazine. And um it's it's pretty special, and it's pretty special to Kevin, hugely special to George Perez because mm-hmm. he is a freelancer, and mm-hmm. freelancers do not get benefits. And he has been fortunate enough to make enough money in his career that you know he can <laughs> afford good health coverage. But yeah. this would have crippled mm-hmm. anybody. So the Hero Initiative, uh, if you want to check it out, anyone who's listening, yeah, Hero Initiative dot org. And the Here Initiative creates financial, I'm reading directly from their website, a financial safety net for comic creators who may need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, 
and an avenue back into paying work. Since its inception, the Hero Initiative has been fortunate enough to benefit creators with more than $1 million worth of much needed aid full, fueled by contributions. So it is, uh, it's, it's a really yeah. worthy cause. So, yeah. So we're going to try to get this, you know, at least to 500 again. So we're, if you want to go on eBay, check out Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash, uh, our eBay store. We also have links in um, at least the Instagram, correct? We have links to the to the eBay store. We certainly beautiful. Can. So we yeah, bio in, yeah, yeah it's easy to find. Yeah, we're yeah. we're not hiding our light under a bushel. Ooh. So <laughs> so yeah. that's that's Thank that. Chris. Thank you, Chris Davis. What a great guy. Check out the new listing. Um, are we throwing in some some extras with the new listing as well? I know. We yeah, we are. Well, no, we it's the same extras that we did with oh, the other one because yeah, it it's yeah you get you get a um, assigned cast photo from comic book men and you get a jay and silent bob signed uh clerks two screenplay so yeah. yeah and this other stuff i don't need to talk about except for this that um during the winter chris uh, cr- christian like, chris <laughs> hey, davis. it's all good this guy is. like i'm chris <laughs> davis i'm having a stroke um <laughs> party um oh jeez rick i'm sorry <laughs> so <laughs> christian yeah. mondays and tuesdays during the winter we were having a 25 percent off all oh, back yeah. issue sale okay now it worked out really really well for us okay so we decided to extend it into spring Ah. So until I think it's May twenty first. I actually I think it, uh, we extended it through the first day of summer, so it's literally throughout the entire throughout spring. the entire spring. So so until Hoagie Fest becomes a thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Comics. Is, are, it, uh, what's is that name? that how we do our calendar? That's how I do my Hoagie calendar. No, 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 just you know what? Now <laughs> I, it works. God it damn! Works. Now I want a, a hot uh, meatball sub. <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry. Did but that yeah, 25% off anything in our back issue bin, Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. And if you're looking for something, you're more than welcome to call the store. And if it's, if you buy it on a if we have it and we and you buy it on a Monday and Tuesday, you get the same difference. Yeah, 25% off. That's pretty badass, right? And we'll ship. Mm-hmm. Now, before we – are we going to sign are – we, are we wrapping up? Is that is – that, yeah. Yeah. So, but before we wrap up, because Christian's been um, so fantastic um, – and I want him to get some love for some of the stuff that he's working on. So, Christian, you want to just give a little shout out to some of the projects? Because I know you've been working uh, on a couple of really cool things. Yeah, I'm doing a couple of things here and there. I'm working on a web series with my friends. Uh, currently trying to actively make a Ghostbusters short film. Fantastic. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm trying, awesome. to, I'm trying to make a legitimately scary like horror film in the world of Ghostbusters. Because I've realized that's never been done. I was like, I wanted to try that. That sounds like fun. Did you get a hold of Bill Murray's uh, answering machine? So <laughs> no, I didn't find his should. number. Ah. But uh, it's just going to be me and a group of friends so who are really can passionate. Along with the fun on Arcade Productions. Arcade right? Productions, which is my YouTube channel. Uh, a couple of really cool things that I can't talk about just yet. But mm-hmm. uh, way to bring it up, Julia. No, no, no. Uh, it's okay. You know why? You know why? He doesn't get. No, you're right. Absolutely. You know, because because we're we're going to take a little walk around town a little bit later, and we're going to walk to the to the original location of the stash at sixty nine Monmouth. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this this morning, just how much the whole Viewisk universe and you know Kevin's story as a filmmaker has affected and impacted other people. You know, you were how old? Oh my God, you were two. I, I was when the two. Sto- you were two when the store opened. Um, but you don't you don't ever have an idea and say, uh, you know, someone else can do that. Like, like you do it. Right. Yeah. And isn't that, isn't that when it 
Kevin's damn straight credos. It's like yeah. you know, get out there and do it. When you know, I was your in, idea, hold on, oh yeah, you do that it. store doesn't open up. There's no shared universe. Yeah, there's uh, that store does not open up. It goes, it, it you know, I Kevin's don't meet you guys. You yeah. don't get to meet us. So that's, yeah, and that's you don't. I get. don't like that multiverse. No, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that one. No, see, <laughs> that's the one where Nicolas Cage plays Spider Man. So yeah, you're oh. welcome for that image. Why'd you do that to me? Or Michael Jackson as Spider Man? Oh, Stop no. it! Okay, bring it up. Bring it up. We Damn, that's what it was. End on that note. Come on, uh, come no, on, guys. no. Okay, on, guys. Michael Jackson as Spider Man. <laughs> that's that's like a fairy tale. You you like you oh, you. you Threaten your children with. <laughs> I will put on the DVD of Michael Jackson as Spider Man. Oh my God! Oh, Daddy, I'll go to sleep. I swear. I'll... <laughs> you want to? I, I just because we're talking about nostalgia and stuff like that. Yeah. Just because it's a funny story to me. The I think I've told you this maybe, but I don't know if I've told you. Did you know that the the Gargothan, the the poop monster from Dogma, was my first movie monster? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. When That's I was funny. when I was a kid, my dad. Dogma was like probably like one of my dad's favorite movies. Okay. And uh, he left it on TV while they had passed out or something. And I'd wander in there. I'm a youngin. I'm little. And I see that thing and had a visceral reaction to it. Like I was like, no, absolutely not. And my mom swore up and down. She was like, he was terrified of that for years. <laughs> so then finally I grew up and I realized, okay, it's a rubber costume it's fine and i get into film and then i get to work here and do the project stash thing and it's really really funny what happens next i'm filming with mike in the original store for b-roll and i round a corner and they had taken the head of the golgotham which is in the window yeah. out now mind you i'd never seen it in person and when I saw that I had a visceral reaction again, I was like, whoa. And there's actually footage. If you watch the show, there's actually a clip of me like turning the camera to see it. And you can yes. actually watch me jump a little <laughs> bit because <laughs> I relived the memory. I was like, oh, my God, it's back. But it's fake. It's right there. It's not real. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> you scream like a six-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't scream, okay? But no, Dogma was my first movie monster. That's cool. Yeah. That's a great story. Thank you. That's a great story. Uh, but yeah. All right. Are we wrapping up here, guys? Let's wrap it up with everybody. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Come down to see us at 65 Broad Street. Jay and Silent Pop Secret Stash. 65 Broad Street. Beautiful downtown Red Bank. We, I assure you we're open, even though they're doing construction out on the street. You just ignore that. Just ignore that and ignore the loud jackhammering um but come down see us uh spend a day in beautiful downtown red bank come see the lovely julia zapsick you might even catch this guy christian cordez hanging out in red bank over at yestercades so for all of us thank you so much for tuning in and thank you go. that's our show This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip. Only at Smodcast.com.